Do you have a preference on whether to start on offense or defense? I don't. You know, we'll talk about that Friday morning um, and and get both coordinators input on that and and go with it from there. That's just part of our normal Friday process and Friday checklist. So we'll get it figured out. Um, we'll see how the week goes and and see what we think. Coach, the second one. This is going to be your first time giving the pregame speech as a head coach. We used to call it the Newt Rockney speech, get them all fired up, ready to go. Have you thought about it or is it going to be something just off the cuff? Yeah, that's a good question. I haven't thought about it. Um, you know, if if it's going to come down to my pregame speech, we got bigger problems at that point. So, um, you know, I think at the end of the day, the guys know the expectations. The guy know the guys know what our standard is. And at that point, you're you're 22 minutes out from from playing, 15 minutes out from playing. Man, I don't know what I could tell them to get them going that that they don't already know. Uh, first off, I wanted to ask you. Obviously, this is a uh... Not the week you wanted a hurricane to come through, but how is that affecting your your preparation for uh, Saturday? Really, not a whole lot. We practiced uh, normal today. Um, we've pushed practice back to the afternoon tomorrow. Um, so outside of a couple hours in terms of our Wednesday practice, it shouldn't affect us. Obviously, um, I talked to, talked to our leadership council Monday morning, talked to our team last night that that nothing that happens here weather-wise can affect our process and what we do uh, you know I, th I think it's just just a little bit of a wrinkle into scheduling but other than that it can't affect us if anything we've we've talked about turning it into a positive there's no school today no school tomorrow um man i feel like we got a bunch of time to to continue to study continue to prepare continue to get treatment um so that's what i challenge the guys with is use the time where you don't have class to to watch more film spend more time in the building and so hopefully we're mature enough that that's what it becomes it's been a long obviously uh, season for you to leading up to this point a build up to the first uh, game what have you learned mostly about this team that you didn't maybe realize at the beginning of uh, workouts i think the biggest thing is that that these guys uh genuinely love football um they enjoy working they enjoy practice they enjoy the competition um I don't know that I ever doubted it. I just didn't know. Um, you know, I, every time you go out to to practice, and and you give the guys a competitive situation, they they go attack it. So, um, I think that's probably one thing that maybe a little bit surprised going back into winter workouts to to right now. Um, they they've enjoyed the work, um, the intensity at times. You you could try to control, but they love football. Um, and you know, that's the first, the first part of recruiting is you got to find guys that love ball. And I feel like these guys that are here genuinely love the ball. The, the guys that don't have weeded themselves out. Can you hear me, Alex? I can, Joey. Yep. Okay. Uh, are you ready to announce a starting quarterback at this point? I'm still not. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> I've noticed a lot of, on your depth chart, it was released today, a lot of ors. This player or that player, um, is this intentional? Or are you guys really still trying to ascertain who will start at those particular positions? Yeah, for the most part, it's intentional. Um, you know, there's, there's, you know, after the first two drives of the game, it'll be, it'll be out there. Uh, but you, you'd like to have any sort of advantage you can. Um, similar, similar to what most people do. Um, you know. Western essentially is listed, uh, issued a list of guys that'll play. 
uh, really smart by them. Uh, I, I don't know why you would give anybody any sort of advantage at any point. Coach, you know, Joey kind of mentioned the, the oars. I think I counted 25. Um, but the quarterback oars are the only ones listed in class order. Is that intentional? Is that kind of how you wanted that to be set up? Yeah, I, I don't actually know that I ever thought about it, uh, that it was in class order, but that's pretty good. Um, yeah, it's, it really is totally intentional. Uh, and I know you've kind of discussed uh, over the last couple of weeks trying to get the wide receiver room a little bit healthier. We're, well, I guess, what, 96 hours or so. I don't how, how has the, the receiver room kind of um, progressed in returning to at least close to 100 percent as we uh, get toward? 330 on Saturday. This last week was huge for us to get those guys healthy. I, I think we're we're as healthy as we've been uh, going in. I I feel a lot better today than I did um, early last week in terms of where those guys are. You know, we were really smart with with a handful of those guys a week ago, and today everybody practiced, which was really fun to see. Um, we we looked certainly better with with a healthy group out there, uh, but. You know, that group of all of them, um, there's a bunch of guys listed. And I, to be honest with you, I see all those guys playing um, on Saturday. Um, it's a it's a group that hadn't played a ton of ball here, but there, there's a ton of ball that's been played there. Um, you know, Naeem has played a ton of football. Jaden has not played a lot of ball. Yui Terry has played a bunch of football. Sean Atkins has played a ton of football. Uh, Jake Juan has never played a snap of college football. Chaffrey Brown's played a bunch of football. Michael Brown started for three years. Um, you know, Tyree Kelly has never played any football. So it's a group of a bunch of guys, some that have played, some that haven't. Uh, but virtually none of them have, have played a bunch of football here. So I, I think as you find out what they are, we'll find out what they are as well. Yeah. And then, uh, the listing on the defensive side for, or the positions, is your base going to be more tight front? Is that kind of where that was kind of leaning there? Yeah, I'd probably wait till Saturday on that one too. <laughs> Fair enough. Coach, What as you analyze this game, what is the biggest factor that you need to happen for you guys to be successful on Saturday? Yeah, I, I think really two things, Joey. One is, is taking care of the football and creating takeaways. You know, I, I think it, it'll be – It'll be a, a tight game. You know, you've got you've got an offense in Western that's put up a ton of points and and has controlled the football. They've done a really good job taking care of the football. And you got a defense in Western that's led the nation in in uh, takeaways a year ago. So it's going to be a game of of possessions and taking care of the football really on both sides of the ball. Taking care of for us offensively, taking care of the football, and then trying to get a an extra drive or two uh, by taking the football away. I think that'll be the biggest thing. And then at the end of it, uh, it'll be a four quarter game. So how can we finish on both sides of the ball? Um, I really believe two really evenly matched teams uh, where, where we're gonna go back and forth a bunch and it's gonna come down to the end. And can we can we finish in the fourth quarter? Can we continue to play as hard as we can, as long as we can? and finish in the fourth. That's what I'm really intrigued to see. Um, and I think that's the challenge to our football team is to be able to go and finish. Uh, but I think it'll come down to those two things. And one more thing, if I can, the, what you're doing this week, preparing, you've done this hundreds of times over the past few decades, getting a football team ready, getting a team ready to go on the road. 
but this is your first time doing all this as a head coach. When you walk on that field, that's the first time you've been a head coach. Is you just play this game, or is there any time where you allow yourself to think about, hey, you know, I'm the head coach. I've made it to this point. But think about your, you know, what to, what it took to get here. Is that even in your mind, or, or is just another game? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I, I I'm honest when I say that I've really just try to take this thing one day at a time. Um, you know, I, I think it'll be a cool day, um, for probably, um, my family, my friends, people that are, that are going to be there. I think for our team, um, it'll be the most important thing that'll, that'll be, uh, in terms of as far as I go is just me being present and, and ready to roll. Um, I don't think any game is just another game. Uh, I think any, Anytime you step in between the white lines and you get an opportunity to coach or you get an opportunity to play, it's the most important game of your life. I, I truly believe that. Um, so, you know, I, I, it hadn't probably hit me so much, but I've spent a bunch of time this summer preparing for things I've never had to worry about, right? Like, like from clock management in terms of actually physically being able to do it and from clock management to making decisions on the defensive side of the ball to to emotionally being down there. I haven't been down on the field in a while either. So it'll be, uh, it'll be, it'll be fun. I got Gio. We'll make sure I stay off the field and, um, and make sure that, that emotionally I'm, I'm in the right place. But, um, but, you know, I think they're all really, really important, whether this one's different probably is uh, just from a role standpoint, but, you know, I think my whole career as I've as I've taken on new roles have just kind of grown and continued to go. And and my biggest job is to is to let our guys play really fast and and not screw them up. So that's my mentality going into it. Whatever emotion happens, we'll worry about after the game. When were you last on the field, coach? You, you remember? Uh, yeah, uh, my last year at Iowa State. So that would be 19. Yeah, and to follow up uh, on Joey's uh, question there about this being your first game, but I remember your first practice with the Bulls. You were pretty amped up running around from, from uh, station to station. Who's going to be more excited for this game? You or the players? <laughs> uh, you know what? Um, I've never been one to be completely uh, completely out of control. I, I talk to the guys about playing playing with emotion, but not not emotionally. I think it's got to be the same. You gotta you gotta have controlled, intentional aggression within the white lines and. And I've got to do my best of putting our guys in positions to go play. Um, so I hope they they are more amped up and juiced up than I am. Uh, that I would hope they got to go play. I, I just got to manage it, and make sure we're we're in a good spot. But uh, but I, I'm every time I get to go out on the practice field with these guys, I, I'm genuinely energized and excited. And and so I still go drill to drill. So it hasn't changed. Alex, it appears two guys who are pretty much entrenched are your tackles, RJ and Donovan. Can you just speak to the impression they've made on you, you know, during the, the spring, the summer and the preseason? Yeah, you know, Donovan has been has been awesome. We didn't have Dono in the spring. Uh, he was still coming off of the ankle and um, and we missed him. Um, you know, we we spent a bunch of time talking about, man, who are our best five? And and as we continue to work with Donovan and, and he has the ability to play inside, I think he think, you know, he thinks that he can play anywhere on the line. I think we think he can play anywhere on the line. So the fact that he's out there at tackle for us 
is huge. He's been really, really steady. He's continued to get better every single day. He's really healthy, um, knock on wood there. And so he's been, he's been steady Eddie for us. Um, RJ, I feel like I've seen RJ grow so immensely over the last three years. Um, you know, I, I've been around him as a young guy and then now to see him step into a role where he feels at home, he feels like he's the guy he's really settled in and has done a really, really good job. I feel fortunate that we've got two tackles there. Um, you know, and Darrell Bailey has pushed both those guys and he's taken steps and Derek Bowman has pushed those guys. And, and when you have real competition, I think it, it, certainly makes us better it forces those guys to go every day um, when they got to look over their shoulder a little bit and they both have had to so i've been really really impressed with both those guys i think Darrell and and derek can give us certainly not just depth but can actually help us there they're both ready to go Darrell's played a bunch of football um bowman has played a bunch of football so I, I think having depth at both of those spots is absolutely huge, but I feel really good with RJ and Donovan going into the game. Coach, um, obviously outside of points, that's the only indicator of true, true success. Is there a stat that you kind of look for within your offense? Um, I know total yards can be kind of a misnomer, empty calories, but is there something that you look for that can help you define success uh, or successful drives uh, for your offense that um, can kind of help you dictate where, where to go? Yeah, I don't know if I agree on the total yards being empty calories. The generally, the more yards you have, the the better chance you had to score on those. But um, and I'm not being facetious in that. I think total yards is a is a really good good measurement. Um, the true measurement is points per drive, right? Is are you capitalizing on the opportunities you have? Um, that's one. Um, you know, third down percentage is is huge. Are you moving the chains? Um, you know, red zone percentage is absolutely huge, but probably as much as anything else, it's explosive plays. Um, you know, we we have a standard of 17% explosive plays in a game, um, which is which is almost one in five. Um, that would be that's generally a really good tell. Um, and then and then negative yardage plays, meaning uh, you know, runs for a loss, sacks, penalties um drop balls uh are all considered negatives and so when you combine the explosives with with the negative plays within a game factor in third down and red zone and then certainly factor in explosive plays i think you have a really good assessment of where you were offensively um you know the underlying one in all of those is turnovers and uh, and maximizing possession so you absolutely have to take care of the football because again, when, when you're playing and especially with the new clock rule, you know, your the main objective is, is to capitalize on all your drives. I, in my mind, you're going to have probably a, a drive less than you used to. Um, and so maximizing drives is even more important. Did you, uh, you know, the first slate of games, I know there was only a handful. Did you notice anything? I know it's like 8% difference in plays. I think it went from like 69 to 63, but the, the actual time of the game was about the same. Did you kind of notice anything? You know, I don't know. This weekend made me think that. I, I think I really thought about it this summer um, and really kind of went through it. Um, I think the the use of timeouts uh, has become just more more uh, critical at this point, or I should say, the saving of timeouts. Um, 
at the end has become more critical. Um, I think not wasting timeouts is really probably what I got out of the, the new clock rule more than anything else. Uh, this weekend, the fact that the games are the same length, I, I think I saw that stat yesterday. Uh, that's fascinating, but TV contracts are only going up. And so I imagine that's why the length of the game is about the same. I don't, I, I, that's where I would, I would imagine that there's just more commercials, as, but I, I don't know, not my cup of tea. Coach, when people talk about your offense, you know, they, they want to know who the quarterback is, who's going to catch the passes. I think they have a vision of just the ball being thrown around the yard, and I, I know it will be to some degree, but you are going to run the ball. Uh, so how do you assess your running back room, and do you do you like to shuttle guys in and out? Do you like to go with a hot hand? Any kind of base philosophy on how you, how you want to use your running backs? Yeah, uh, first part of that. I'm beyond excited about our running back room. That's one group that has been steady since the spring. Um, you know, Naquan is Naquan has been um, really, really steady. Um, Kelly Joyner has been really, really steady. Uh, Mikey Dukes has been really, really steady. He's continued to get better through camp um, and shows flashes of some elite things. Um, and then Kwan Powell, Kwan was a young guy that when we got here, I thought in the spring um, looked lost, uh, and and I told him that like his high school film I thought was really really high end, and in the spring he didn't look the part. I thought like if you were going to give a most improved award through camp, it would be Kwan Powell. I totally trust Kwan to go in the game and and go win it for us. Um, you know, I think when you really study what we do, everything starts for us with the run game. Um, I think the the explosive passes are are what makes makes it maybe fun to watch, but um, you know we the last couple of years have averaged over 200 yards a, a game rushing. So um, it's that's where it all starts. You have to be able to run the ball. You've got to win on the line of scrimmage. So um, I'm just as excited about seeing the run game and in terms of shuttling those guys through. You know, the way we play, um, it's it's hard to go back to back drives uh, at that position because the load is so high uh, and the tempo is so fast. Um, but I think when it comes down to it in the second half, when you got to when you got to go in terms of go get it and go win the football game, you do have to go with the hot hand. But having really four guys plus Dom and Esaias that you feel good about. Um, I think is going to be a huge, huge bonus for us that those guys can stay fresh and and be really, really strong runners for us. So I'm excited there. I think I think probably if you were to ask what I'm most excited about is is our run game and and what that becomes as we go here. And one more thing, if I could, in your football life, as you go through spring ball and, and training camp and then you get to the games, do you do you generally see what you think you're going to see once the games start? Do you do you often get surprised do things change or or do you you kind of know what you got what you got as things things get real here? Yeah, it's a really good question. Um I think you you hope that that everybody is their best version of themselves and and if you've prepared them the right way and you've thrown situations and scenarios at them through camp, um you hope that they become the best versions of them on Saturday. Um, our job is to prepare them. Our job is to instill real confidence in them. Um, you know, I think the guys that that had a process that would resemble what it should look like will look confident and play confident. I think guys that don't have a process like it should look like will look like they don't have real confidence. But 
Uh, generally, you play like you practice. I don't know if there's a whole lot of surprises or, or gamers out there. Um, but man, it'd be nice if, if there were a couple, I'd, I'd love to, I'd love to see some guys just flash, but, um, but I'm excited with how our guys have prepared. We got to go finish this week. We, we got a huge Wednesday tomorrow with situational football and, and a walkthrough on Thursday and then a fast Friday where we got to go finish. We got to, you know, in every imaginable way and not, not coach talk, but real talk, we've got to go earn the right to be confident on Saturday. And I, I think, you look around our program, there is so much confidence within our walls and they've earned the right up until this point to be confident. Uh, but we got to go finish this week. Uh, you know, we I mentioned it earlier, but we talked for the last two weeks. We've talked about real confidence versus fake confidence. Um, and and to have real confidence, you have to prepare and strain throughout the week uh, to to earn it. And you got to study throughout the week and you've got to put in time that other people won't. And uh, and so we'll see what it looks like. But I'm, I'm really confident as of today going in that that you're going to get the best version of what we are.